1: Oh, hang on. Hang on. Huh? My uh, name.
0: Oh. Well, welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Happy Hour podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to continue our series of tackling the over and unders. Um Last week we dove right into the NFC West, and if you missed last week, go ahead and back and listen to it. But if you did miss it, this is what we do: we take a division, we look at each team, we t- uh, take a look at their win total um, via Vegas odds right now. Right now, we're looking at the DraftKings uh, DraftKings sports book, and then we kind of dissect. We've been using a predictor where you go in, you predict how many wins each team's going to get bi weekly pick wins, losses, wins, losses, wins, losses, wins, losses. We take a look at that over under and let you know where we think they're going to finish the season win total, and whether or not we're going to bet the over-under. Now, this division that we're looking at today is going to be a strong division overall. I think everybody believes that. But before we dive into that, I am joined by my podcast partner here. Mr. Clarkson, how are you today?
1: I'm doing all right. How about yourself?
0: Not too bad. Not too bad. I think weekly I'm just going to change what I call you. So with that (laughs) being said, there is an interesting dynamic within this division. Last year, you're looking at a team. um, You're looking at a couple teams. Um, that were very, very good. Almost all three teams made the playoffs within this division. Now, if I remember correctly, what happened in week 18? um, It was the Chargers um, head coach there, Staley, fumbling the ball and, and realizing that they could have ended up in a tie and both teams would have made the playoffs. But instead, he tried to be slick and it ended up backfiring and that left the Chargers at the playoffs. But... We're going to kick it off by talking about a team who made the biggest shift of the offseason, if, you know, one of the biggest shifts, if not the biggest shift, and that was mortgaging their future in hopes to potentially get a Super Bowl ring, which I don't think will ever happen, but that's beside the point. Um, we're going to talk about the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos were a good team last year. We're talking about a team last year, I think they had four games where they finished, uh, four or five games where they lost by one loss or less. And you're talking about a team, if you win three of those four, or three of those five games, that you lose by one loss, you're at 10 and, seven, 10 and seven instead of seven and 10, and you're probably looking at a playoff spot. Now, with the move of Russell Wilson coming over to Denver, you're talking about a team that's over under, is looking at 10 right now. Um, I mm-hmm. talked about this a little bit last week where I am not a fan of the flat number. I'd rather this number be nine and a half, I'd rather this number be 10 and a half. Um, I'd rather it be at that half just because it, the flat numbers kind of terrify me, but as of right now, their over under total is looking at 10, which in my opinion could be very achievable. Now Clarkson, I'm going to let you dissect it first and tell me whether or not you're going to bet this.
1: Um, I ran this predictor again this morning. Um, I had them at six and 11. Holy shit. It's (laughs) AFC West is a, going to be a bloodbath this year. And for all intents and purposes, Russell Wilson could end up being the fourth best quarterback in this division, which is nuts to say. At the end of the day, 10 wins is definitely achievable for this team. A lot of things I think need to break right for that to happen. I am going to stay away from this. If I were to bet this,
0: I would hit the under on it.
1: But I'm gonna stay away from this team total.
0: Yeah. So looking at their schedule, when I look at it, they open the season relatively. Um, you could see five, six, five wins at least, right? Four or five wins. They open up at Seattle, which I mean, at Seattle, Houston, San Francisco, uh, Raiders, um, Colts, Chargers, Jets, Jacksonville. I mean, there's no reason why this team shouldn't win. Uh, I mean, what are we looking at? Hang on, I don't even remember how many games that was. Uh, eight games. You're just talking about they should be easily, easily five and three there, I think. Back half of the schedule, you're looking kind of much tougher when you're talking about playing Baltimore, Kansas City, Arizona, uh, Rams, Kansas City, Chargers. I mean, that, that last four, you have Kansas City twice in four weeks. Okay. Not only do you have that, you have Baltimore mixed in there, who I think is going to probably be one of, if not the best team in the AFC and then you have your, you, you facing the Rams and the chargers. Come on, man. That's a knockout schedule down the stretch. I think they have one of the hardest schedules over the course of the last couple of weeks of the season. I'm with you. When I ran my predictor, I ran it. They had them 10, 11, 10 and nine, which averages out to about exactly 10, which is terrifying because that's when you know that you're going to stay yeah. clear of this number. Um, I do think that this team is, is a, on the cusp of a playoff playoff spot, right? Um, I still think that there's a chance that we see all three playoff teams from the AFC West just because I feel like they can beat on the other teams in the other divisions and, and just be okay. Coasting in the West. But with that being said, I want no part of this. I'm with you. Zero bet. At the the end of the day, if they aren't, if a couple
1: of things go their go their way or don't go their way in the first eight, first half of their schedule, they could end up, Three and five instead of five and three. If they, you know, drop a couple games that they should win. Yep. I just don't think Russell Wilson took this team over the top to be like, oh, they're
0: absolutely going to win 11, 12, 13 games. And that's why I'm staying away from it. Yeah. I mean, you're right. You have to win 11 games. And that's, and that to me is where. I struggled. Could they win 11? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, if everything goes, I'm sure, but we're talking about a team that like, this is year one with Wilson in this, with this offense, you know what I mean? Not everybody walks in the door and is able to just electric, you know, light up this team. But I do think, I think their ceiling to me is 10 wins. I think that's their ceiling, right? You know what I mean? Their ceiling's 10, but you're right. If you're looking at a team that's three and five out the gate, that means they're going to have to win, you know, seven of the last 11 to really, Get, or no, I'm sorry. Eight, Mr. Bush. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was to, you're right. Yeah. So they're going to win eight <laughs> of their last 11, even if they start the season four and four, you know, you're going to have to win seven of the last, was it seven of the last 10 games? I think it is in order to yeah. really, you know, to get over that hump and that schedule, I don't see it. Ha- I don't see it happening, but at the same time, I, I still think this team is going to be in the playoff hunt. I think that last um this, the sixth, Sixth and seventh seed are going to be a mix of like four or five different teams. Somebody's yep. going to probably finish 10 and seven and miss the playoffs this year. hundred percent in, right, yeah. in the NFC. In the NFC that you could probably finish about seven and 10 and might make the playoffs. Cause that's how yeah. downright. Off. There's going to
1: be, there's going to be a, there's going to be a team under 500 making it to the playoffs
0: mm-hmm. in the NFC. Oh, hundred percent. It's it, especially nowadays with the weird, I, I still get, can't get used to the nine and eight instead of the nine and seven thing. It really, it really kind of, Screws with me a little bit that I'm, I'm still very confused by that scenario. Now, we're looking at potentially on paper one of, if not the best team in the AFC outside of the Buffalo Bills on paper. And that's where we really struggle is the word on paper. Um, last season, the Chargers uh, did finish the season nine and eight. We were talking about a team that lost one, two, three uh, for f- five games five, one, five, one score games, right? That's pretty good. You know what I mean? Like one score games. If you can turn that into three and two, um, you're talking about a team that wins 12 games last year, right? They didn't coaching staff is still a little bit of a question. Ex- when, as far as it goes in experience wise, but you do have one of the best quarterbacks in football already. Uh, Justin Herbert is a monster. I know Clarkson will talk about him in a minute, but I, we both love him. Um, I think that he's fantastic. Um, I, again, I, I think this is going to come down to a lot of different aspects of this team. You're talking about a team with a very hard schedule. Um, in some aspects, they down the stretch, this the AFC West just their their schedule. The back half of schedule is brutal, um, no matter what team what, what team you look at on this thing. But their over and under total right now is sitting at ten, um, which again. <laughs> you're going to hear me say this over the next couple of weeks, <laughs> but I hate flat numbers. Okay. Yeah. So Clarkson, I'm going to let you kick it off with your for thoughts the, on where they're going to land for the next, for the next
1: show. I'm going to see if I can find a giant inflatable hammer. <laughs> this one, the over 10 wins, I'm, I could not be more all in on a bet for the, for the NFL uh, team total wins the chargers i think are turning a corner if you watched our super bowl show this year and we did our predictions i think the chargers are going to be this was even before they added von miller obviously this this team is going to this was my um uh super bowl 2023 winner prediction for the year i ran the predictor again this this morning and uh, i have them at 16 and 1 I love this team this year, and I cannot state that more. Um, I think they're going to overtake the Chiefs. I think they're the new kings of the NFC or the AFC West. Um, And Justin Herbert's going to be here for a long time. This kid's got so much arm talent. If I was starting a franchise, he would be the quarterback that I would take. Number one overall, like I think that he's – I I honestly think that he's more talented than Patrick Mahomes. He's got better legs and he is, you know, he he just seems like a kind of guy who's, uh, you know, shifty in the pocket too. Like he doesn't really get sacked a whole bunch and he's always going to be able to make those throws that are, you know, that just look like they shouldn't be able to be made. And I absolutely love this team this year.
0: They're at 10 right now absolutely hammer that over the crazy thing about justin herbert is this is only year three exactly <laughs> <laughs> you know this is only year three um a few of the key offseason moves which this team was brilliant the way that you know some aspects you could say off oh, the salary caps and myth whatever however you feel about that but what this off- what this team did this offseason was you have a quarterback on a rookie contract and they took advantage of that because you you bring in Kilo Mack, who, you know, is still very good regardless of his age. Um, the other offseason I really liked is I like the signing of Gerald Everett. I think he is a very good tight end. I think he's a step yeah. up from Jarrett Cook last year. I really liked Jared, Gerald Everett, and I think that he was underutilized in Seattle. Um, bringing back Mike Williams was very pleasing, but one of the, if not the most underrated not probably the one of the best signings of the offseason was bringing in JC Jackson from um, from the Patriots. Um, you're talking about a team that already had a really good defense. Now you add even more veteran presence and and, and even better. It's going to be hard to stop Bosa and Mack together. That is a- me, I said
1: Von Miller earlier and I meant Khalil Mack.
0: That yeah. Was- <laughs> yeah, Miller went to uh, Buffalo. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I knew what you meant that one of those pass rushers (laughs) went there, (laughs) but to me, like it's, it's, it's a fantastic signing. Um, And I think their defense has only gotten better this off season. And, and like I said, we're, we're talking about a still very young team, right? That is only going to improve. They brought Mike Williams back, which I thought was a good signing, um, actually I thought it was a great signing, if we're being honest, because, you know, Keenan Allen's still Keenan Allen. That guy can still ball no matter how old he, how, you know, he's getting up there at age. I think Gerald Everett gives this team a different uh, presence, uh, from the tight end position. So I'm very excited for this team. Um, when I ran my predictor, I have an 11, 12, 11, 12 wins. Um, when you look at their schedule, I think that's where I get a little bit nervous, but they have a stretch. Um, where they face Jacksonville, Houston, Cleveland, Denver, Seattle, Atlanta. And that to me is where they start the season about five and six and two. Um, yeah. I, I have them losing week one. I just do. Uh, I don't know why. I just do. I uh, actually, I think I have them starting zero and two, to be honest with you. But with that being said, that's not a nurse back half of the schedule is tough, just like everybody else is in the, uh, in the West. Like I said, yeah. you have Miami, you have Miami, Tennessee, Indianapolis, rams denver um two of those games on the road um i think they should manhandle tennessee with uh, with easily but that's beside the point tennessee's going to be 0-17 so it doesn't really matter. Um, we'll talk about that on the on the on the uh, on the afc south show sorry uh spoiler alert um, but i love this team as well but um i am mean, yeah 10 10 wins i wish it was nine and a half if it was 10 and a half, I probably wouldn't bet it just because I don't feel confident. I, I feel confident in them winning I don't, 12. I think games, but...
1: to be honest with you, I think this could this total could get up to 11,
0: 11 and a half, and I would feel comfortable betting it for I the like o- um I wish you could parlay win totals. or like not winning <laughs> records, win totals. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean? That'd be pretty cool. Um transitioning to a team that got better this offseason and and made the playoffs last year you know what i mean like i i you're talking about the las vegas raiders i mean i said that right i'm so proud of myself mm-hmm. um they <laughs> had one hell of an off season um yeah. they they traded for the best receiver in the nfl um in devonte adams and i feel like they didn't even give that much up for him um on the grand scheme of things this team got better um they actually have the, you know, you actually have the new coaching regime, regime in, in Josh McDaniels. And I know, look, there's a lot of questions surrounding McDaniels, right? And, and rightfully so, because there's so many different things that you're unsure of, of how to take when his first, um, you know, his first run as a quarterback but ultimately I'm looking at a team that is well-improved and maybe McDaniels did learn from that, his first stint where he comes in the door and trades everybody um, and, and just made sure, you know, everybody was uncomfortable. And, but ultimately I like it. I like what they've done. And I, I think you're going to be slightly befuddled by when I tell you they're over under total is eight and a half. Ooh. And <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like it. That's crazy to me. Um I I man, I've hated Josh McDaniel's for a long time because of what he did to the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not a Colts fan, but you go and you accept a job, you take the job. You don't go like be like, "Oh, well never mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my safe cushy job as Bill Belichick's offensive coordinator." because you don't want to go run a friend like that is baffling to me, which is why I don't think this team is going to be very successful under Josh McDaniels right now. I have them at eight wins there. I've got them at eight for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by.
0: Granger for the ones who get it done. Nine, I would not, I, I would not feel comfortable
1: betting over or under on that eight and a half. Um, I've got them going on a little bit of a run. I've got them starting off uh, one and four, and then after the bye week, I've got them running off a, a, a five five wins in their next six games, which would probably get a lot of people's hopes up. Um, but I just the 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 back that e- the the easy part of their schedule is the middle of their schedule, obviously. And then, like you said, for every team we've talked about in the AFC West, the back half of their schedule is absolutely brutal. And they've even got they've got the uh chargers, Rams. Patriots Steelers Niners and the Chiefs and that's where I I, they just I think that they just fall completely off the map I think Derek Carr is very talented as a quarterback but I just do not trust him to be able to pull this team through and be like I'm absolutely gonna take they're gonna win nine games this year
0: I don't think you could be any more wrong here (laughs) Um, (laughs) I love them signing Chandler Jones, him and Max Crosby lined up next to each other. I do. I'm very concerned with their cornerback situation. I do think that they might struggle in the back half, which is obviously not the greatest thing in the world um, because of you're you're in a uh, division that's that's loaded at um, at the uh, wide receiver position. So it is kind of scary. But and their schedule is pretty rough. I mean, you're talking about a team that does have a rough schedule and down the stretch, it's even harder. Um, Chargers, Rams, Patriots, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Kansas City. That's how it's going to end. But this is the team that I mentioned last week when I am talking about you have to start strong, right? Because I truly believe they can start this season relatively four and one, three and two, and then they can go down the stretch of Houston, New Orleans, Jacksonville, where I think they get three wins there. Um. I think they split within this division. I think they win 10 games easily. Um, I think that I think the, the Raiders are going to be in contention for the division. Um, but with that being said, I'm not betting the over eight and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I was <For> looking, every-
1: <laughs> listeners,
0: when you when the Raiders win seven games this
1: year, come back to this episode and <sighs> ag Ricky in it and say, Chris
0: was right. I I disagree. I still think this team's this team's going to make the playoffs. I am all in on the Raiders making the. I think they make the playoffs. Um, I think that that they look that offense is ridiculous. That you don't have Adams and Renfro together, two of the best route runners in all of football. You have Darren Waller. You have Josh Jacobs, who's pretty good. Zamir White's going to be a game changer in that offense, I believe too. I love their offense. Now their defense is a little bit alarming.
1: That's where they've they've botched. Multiple draft the past three or four drafts on the defensive side of the ball.
0: They're gonna get. They're gonna get they're, to the quarterback though. They're gonna get to the quarterback because like, they have general
1: like or like Chandler Jones is a great offseason signing. He's still a baller on the at the defensive end position. But the rest, their front seven, who do they have to get to the quarterback other than Chandler
0: Jones, Max Crosby? Oh yeah, I forgot about Max Crosby. Crosby's good. And but the, but again, I think, but I think their glaring hole is that back half. That cornerback yeah. situation is, you know, and, and I just it's kind of scary. You know what I mean? That to me is where the biggest concern is. But again, no matter how confident I am in the Raiders, I'm still not betting the eight and a half because the, how confident I am is I could easily see them falling in their face, just like Chris has said. Uh, and first, for the, reason- the the
1: first five games of their season before the bye, obviously, are gonna be that's going to tell you whether they're going to get to that eight and a half win total or not, because percent, if they don't get two, three, four wins in the, the first five games of the season before that week, six, bye, then you're going to be sweating that over eight and a half, because that back half of that schedule, I just don't see very many wins for them.
0: Yeah. I, if they don't start three and two, if they start two and three or, or even, You know, one in four there, you're looking at a team that might not, you know, they might not win six or seven games because, but I mean, I will say Houston at New Orleans at Jacksonville. Yeah. But first,
1: the first like three or four games after the bye are all very winnable, very like they should be favored. But then after
0: that, (laughs) games.
1: But their last five or six games of the year, that I just, I cannot get on board with the over eight and a half.
0: Yeah. You're talking about, Chargers, Rams, Patriots, Steelers, San Francisco, Kansas City. That's, that's a tough, <clears throat> tough sledding, tough sledding. With that being said, I'm also on the uh, not betting that. Um, <laughs> interesting team for me it is the first place team from last year. Um, and they have, after somebody hears me say this, will probably turn this podcast off for the rest of their life, but the most overrated quarterback, but best quarterback in football, is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> With the most winning uh, family members in the world, <laughs> yes. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you're talking about a team last year that um, you know they dominated division, uh, went five and one. They finished twelve and five on the season, had a very good season. Um, they didn't get over the hump, um, obviously with the with the not winning home field throughout the playoffs, and then ultimately they got taken down by a lesser team. Sorry, Bengals fans. Um, I like got a lesser team in, in the Bengals. Um, Don't you slander Joe Burrow like that. I Look, there's nobody on this planet that is a bigger <laughs> Joe Burrow fan than me. But when it comes down to that episode, nobody. And I mean, nobody's going to like me after that episode. I'm sorry, they're not. It, it's they're good. Everybody's going to hate me, and I'm perfectly okay with it. But um, we're talking about a team that traded away their um, best receiver um and... let me butt
1: in there for a second I I love DraftKings as a sports book they're it's an amazing app but a couple of weeks ago I saw them tweet out a question just I mean I understand it's for engagement I get it but they just said is Tyreek Hill a top 10 wide receiver of all time And I'm just like come on now all time really talking about that at this point, like he is obviously really good at what he does,
0: but top 10 of all time. I don't know about all time. That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty weird. Um, their win total sits at, um, Kansas city sits at 10 and a half. Um, Clarkson, where are you at on this one?
1: Uh, when I ran the predictor again this morning, I have them at eleven and six. Um, it's this team is going to be a team of runs, I think, this year. Um, before their week eight bye, I've got them at uh, five and three, losing to the Chargers, Bucks, and uh, the Niners right before their bye. But if they get to that bye week and they're five and three, I think you'd be pretty comfortable with the if you bet the over ten and a half. Because they're the back half of that schedule. Oh, I've got them losing to the Titans. Ricky will love that. Uh, Right after the.
0: How can they lose to the Titans if the Titans are going to be 0 17? (laughs) Not possible. No, but their,
1: their last five games of the year, you've got the Broncos, the Texans, the Seahawks, the Broncos again, and the Raiders. That should be five wins for the Chiefs. Should be. Now, if they get to that point and they've got 6 7 wins then you should be if you if they are at week uh, week 13 and they're at 7 6 or 7 wins then you should be like all right this bet's going to cash i think um, i think they're going to be right there in the mix with the chargers for the division win again but the the 10 and a half i would be comfortable betting the
0: over on it yeah, me too. So looking at their schedule, they got the, of the, of the AFC West, they really got, they drew the best straws, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have on the set after their bye week, they got the good bye week week eight. Now you start the season in Arizona, their their schedule starts tough. I will say that they have bruiser after bruiser. They face, they start off at Arizona, which I think they lose that game. I still think they lose that game. I don't know why. I just think they do. Then they have the chargers, Colts, bucks, Raiders, Buffalo, San Francisco. Um, you're talking about a team that's going to have to be at least four and three right there. Right. You know what I mean? They have to go at yeah. least four and three to feel comfortable with that team, but post by week, Tennessee, Jacksonville, both easily winnable games. Um, I think they beat the Bengals in Cincinnati. I think that's a redemption game that they're going to win. Um, I think they split with Denver but then Houston, Seattle, Denver, Las Vegas to end the season. I think you're, I ran it when I ran the predictor. Um, I had Kansas City at 13, 13, 12, and 13 wins. I still think this team, my, my biggest question mark is I think every game in the a, uh, the AFC West is going to be a shootout. Um, I think it's yeah. going to be a shootout. And Denver has the best, probably the best defense. No, actually, the Chargers had the best even. Now, but still, even when you have the best defense and you have a strong defense, you could still have shootout games against teams that are going to score points. For me, what the, it's going to be interesting is, is what who steps up at the wide receiver position, right? You're out, you, or, uh, um, Tyreek is gone. Um, their defense is going to struggle a little bit. They lost a couple of pieces on the defensive side of things. Now, does Sky Mork step into the plate? He's not going to be Tyreek Hill. But I think what is what this is going to do is going to diversify their offense in a way that they're going to have the pieces together. It might not be Tyreek Hill. That is Tyreek Hill. But there's going to be a lot of guys on this offense that step up. I don't think any one particular guy is going to be better than the rest because you had uh, Valdez Scantling, who I think is a good receiver, but he's still just he's okay. I think Scantling he's always um, been
1: potential over exactly know, Scantling.
0: I really like Juju. I don't really care how people feel about his dancing or whatever he does <laughs> off the field. Him I and think- Jackson Mahomes are going to have a field day on the on the uh, logos. Yeah, their TikToks are going to be – they're going to be doing all of the trends (laughs) on the middle of the logos, but I like Juju. I think Juju's a good receiver. I think that he's always been a good receiver. He hasn't had consistent quarterback play, and for that reason, you're looking at a guy that has a chance of playing with easily – sorry, Ben Roethlisberger – but they're easily the best receiver, that our best uh, quarterback that he's ever had. Um, He did have some injuries last year, which is a little bit of a concern, but we're talking about a guy that is only a year removed – from catching 97, 831, and nine touchdowns. Um, he had three seasons where he had over 800 and uh, over seven touchdowns. So Juju is good. I, and you're talking about a guy that only signed, I think, a one-year contract that's going to be looking to get paid yeah. next offseason. So he's got something to prove at the same time. So I like this team a lot.
1: I think I think you're right. Um, the What we're going to be looking for for the the offensive side of the ball on this team is S- Juju, Scanling, Sky Moore, those guys that need to step up to take um, attention away from Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So that he can go out and do what Travis Kelsey does. And without Tyreek Hill there, maybe, you know, defenses to the first half of the season are going to key on him, which I think is going to open a lot more. Um, at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's going to find the guys that he needs to find. Um, but I think you're right. That, like everything in the AFC West is going to be a shootout no matter who is is throwing the ball.
0: Yeah, because you're going to look at that. They're going to put two people on Kelsey, now, right? You know what I mean? And I and I do think one of my favorite off-season, uh, offseason signings is Ronald Jones. I think Ronald Jones is a very good running back. I just think that Leonard Fournette kind of came in there and and started to become Brady's right-hand man. So because of that, you know, Jones didn't see the field. I think Jones is going to be the starting running back for this team around week three and four. If you listen to the podcast last week, um, you know, two weeks ago, I did mention how I thought that um, that Jones is going to be that starting running back. And I think he's a sleeper that you could own. But you're talking about a team that one week Valdez Scantling will go for 120 in a touchdown. And then the week after that, Juju Smith will be the guy. But it doesn't matter. If they line up three wide and, and have Kelsey out there as well, you're talking about Juju, Scantling, Sky Moore, Kelsey. In that particular thing, that doesn't sound very deadly, but if you're focusing and honing in on Travis Kelsey and stopping him, Juju. Sky Sky Moore can burn the top off of a defense. I like it a lot. So at 10 and a half, um, I'm still not betting the over, though. So after all that and all that love for Kansas City, I'm not betting the over. Um, Just a quick rundown real quick, and I I forgot to do this in our last podcast, but I want to do it real quick just for Clarkson and I. Clarkson, I want you to run down the um, Chiefs, Raiders, um, Denver, and whoever else the last team in this division is, um, the Chiefs Raider Chargers, and just tell me over under and whether or not you're betting it or not. So Kansas City um, first.
1: Uh, Kansas City was what ten and a half. Yes, uh, Kansas. I would bet the over on that total. I'm not confident in it, um, so I'd probably
0: stay away. Uh, uh, I'm and I'm gonna bet the I'm gonna I'm not betting that one at all either. Uh, for the Raiders, it was eight and a half. Where were you at on that?
1: Eight and a half. I'm gonna I'm gonna be at the under on the eight and a half. Um, like we said earlier, or like I said earlier, um, I'm not confident in this team at all. I think that they're going to probably end up fourth in the division, third, maybe finish above the Broncos. But the if I were to bet the total on this, I'd bet the under eight and a half.
0: I am not betting that one at all either. Um, <laughs> well, the Chargers at ten. Yeah, I know you're smashing the over. If, I if you came here for betting advice, you're not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> chargers i know we're both on the over on that yep. one and the broncos i am not betting that one and you just like the a, under. Big,
1: a big inflatable hammer right here on the chargers over bam
0: i got confident you on know? i mean i'm confident but i don't know i think they could be 10 and 7 it wouldn't surprise me so i don't yeah. know with that being I said i love that team i do too man I on paper like i said i think on paper they're probably the best team in the afc maybe second behind the buffalo bills yep. so um next week we're going to dive right into the south divisions um we're going to head right into the nfc south and then the afc south the following week after that um we thank you guys for tuning in make sure to follow chris on the twitter at chris clarkson 91 follow myself at ricky underscore make sure to listen to all the shows leading up to the season and a reminder once you've made it this far that these are bets as of the dates these podcasts come out this could change and fluctuate depending on injuries Um, you know, trades or anything like that. So thanks for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week.